Yes, I gotta have You're listening to Faith at Work, brought to you by AirAccountant.io, outsourced controller and bookkeeping services. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. I'm Carl Grant here with Paul Weiss, Regional President of the John Marshall Bank. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Carl. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Paul, I, I looked at your bio and it looks like you've been working for banks your entire life. How did you decide that you wanted to go into banking and then how did you become president of a bank? Well, um, I uh, graduated from Virginia Tech in the finance school and I specialized in banking. And uh, when I got out of school, there were no bank jobs because there was a deep recession going on. I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia, and uh, got married and moved to Northern Virginia. Got my first job in uh, 19. <laughs> worked for Central Fidelity Bank, and I've been I have been in banking for uh, over. 35 years. I love it. I love helping people. How I got to John Marshall Bank in 2008, myself and a couple other associates started the bank. We've grown it up now to where it's over a billion dollars in, in asset size and we're having a lot of fun. Well, I know it's a lot of work to start a bank because I, I did that too. Not, a, not as successfully as you did, but uh, you know, you had to pull together the, the board and raise all the money and talk a little bit about that whole experience. Not to be boastful, Carl, but I mean, we've, I've started two banks. We started James Monroe Bank in 1998. And with that bank, we had never started a bank. So it was literally beg borrowing and uh, stealing to raise six and a half million dollars to start the bank. We started in June of 1998 in Arlington. And we reached out to um, noteworthy uh, business people and people of prominence in the community, pulled our board together. And that bank started in 98. We sold it in 2006. And uh, in 2007, or actually the end of 2007 into 2008, uh, we decided to do it again. Once you've started a bank and you've been successful at it, there are lots of people that you make lots of money for. Mm. And uh, it's, it, you know, they, they are looking for you to do it again. So uh, we started John Marshall Bank and it has been uh, a fantastic experience. And I, uh, I lead a ministry that is a client of your bank. So uh <laughs> you have us as a customer, and we're very happy. So, Excellent. Paul, tell me a little bit about your faith life. How did you come to faith, and, and tell me about how you practice it. Excellent. Uh, great question. Um, I grew up going to church every Sunday, and I figured that when I got to uh, the pearly gates, um, God would pull out my attendance card and check it, and um, he'd see that I was in church more than I was out. And he'd let me in. Um, All of that came crashing around me uh, in 1990 when the bank I was working for called me in and said, we have to do a reduction in force and you no longer have a job. And that took me on a a real uh, life evaluation period. And at the time, my wife had invited me to go to a Bible study, which I really didn't want to go to. 
and it was Bible Study Fellowship in Annandale, Virginia, and I ended up attending. Uh, quite honestly, I ended up attending because my wife said, if you go and you don't like it, I'll never bring it up again. And I said, great. But I went and I did like it because there were, there were guys there. It was a men's Bible study. There were guys there that were normal. You know, there were guys, guys. And right. so I, I started uh, going through this Bible study and the leader would get up every week and he would share the gospel. And he would say, if you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then, you know, today's the day. And every time I'd say, no, I'm good. I'm good. I go to church. I'm good. And um, when I lost my job, the Lord brought me to my knees and I realized I wasn't good and I needed to be saved. I needed, I was, I was so bent on not admitting I was a sinner and at that point, I realized I was. Mm-hmm. And so I accepted Christ. I got a new job. And uh, that new job I started was with John Maxwell. Uh, not the John Maxwell, but you know John Maxwell, my friend and co-banker. And John and I have worked together for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And God really placed the two of us together to uh, encourage and, and be beside each other. So um, that's kind of in a real quick fashion, how we, you know, how uh, the Lord got a hold of my heart. And, uh, and kind of a funny story, kind of a funny story is that I tell people, you know, I ask people sometimes, what's the first miracle you experienced in your life? And I, you know, you hear about car accidents or, or, or illnesses or things like that. The first miracle I experienced that I remember in my life is that my knee got broken. And the reason for that is I was going to VMI to play football. And on the last game of my senior year, a fullback cracked down on my knee and completely shattered my knee, which ended my football career. So I was no longer going to go to VMI. I went to Virginia Tech. And you go, well, how's that a miracle? Because at Virginia Tech, I met my wife, Sherry. Mm. And my wife, the Lord truly led, worked through my wife to lead me to Christ. And so when you came to Christ, what are some of the changes you experienced in your life? Well, all of the typical vices that I was involved in faded away. There was a a understanding of the word of God that I never had before. It was as if, you know, I've heard it said that the Bible, if you're reading the Bible and you don't understand it, it's because you're reading somebody else's mail. And um, when I came to Christ and then I continued in Bible study after that, the whole Bible, the whole Bible came alive to me. Prayer has become, which I never really prayed, but afterwards prayer has become a, a vital component of, of what I do. And, um, you know, the Lord the Lord is communicating to all of us all the time. He's communicating to us through his word. He's communicating through conversations, through radio shows, through nature. And um, the question is, are we listening? And, and I wasn't listening, but the mm-hmm. Lord got my attention. And, and I just was able to start hearing him and being led by him. That's awesome, Paul. So t- talk to me a little bit about how you put your faith to work in your work life? Hmm. Um, 
the the dependence you know when you're in a stressful position like in banking um you're dependent you're constantly reminded that you're not enough in and of yourself and that you need you need help you need assistance so uh praying uh being in pr- you know praying before going into meetings praying in the midst of meetings when somebody might not be too happy with you um and just and just being able to share from time to time um here in Loudoun County and uh going back to 2011 uh God started a work uh it was called the Loudoun Community Breakfast I didn't know it was called that at the time but I was sitting down with a potential client and he was telling me that his business he'd lost money the last 3 years he'd used up all the savings all this checking He'd mortgaged his house and he had charged up his credit cards. But if I lent him $100,000, he knew that he would make it. He knew that he would turn the corner and make it. And I looked at him and I said, Carl, I'm, I'm so sorry. You poured out all of this information to me. And I can tell you, there's nothing I can do for you. I can't lend you any money. Mm-hmm. And then God started doing something. And if you've seen the movie, Field of Dreams, when he says, build it and they will come. Mm-hmm. It was like that. The Lord started saying, share your hope. Share your hope. And, and I didn't understand it because here's this gentleman who, is, who shared all this information, basically poured out his heart in front of me. And I said, no, I can't, I can't lend you any money. And I felt like the Lord was saying, well, tell them about me. And I just couldn't do it. And the reason I couldn't do it was because it just didn't seem like the right time. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a real conundrum I was in. And what ha- that happened five times in the latter part of 2011. And one day... Same guy? In the, the, not the same guy. It was different clients, but it was the exact same scenario. Because we had just come out of this horrible recession in 2008 in mm-hmm. 2009 and 2010. And so... I'm in the shower, and out of nowhere, the Lord goes, share your hope. And out loud, I yelled, how? How do you want me to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and at that moment, the Lord downloaded this breakfast. He said, have a breakfast two hours long in the first hour. Have people sit at tables and answer questions and eat breakfast. And I said, questions? Lord, what questions? He didn't answer me. He just went on to the second hour. He said, the second hour, you have a guest speaker from the people that attend that breakfast. You have somebody get up and share their story about how Jesus Christ entered their life. And then have someone present the gospel so that a fifth grader can understand it and give people an opportunity to pray to receive Christ. It's a great breakfast. I, I've come. I didn't even know it was a faith thing when I came. I, I showed right. up and I'm like, oh, that's what this is. So. That's right. And, and, and we don't present it. We don't, we, what, the way I put it is there's not a lot of God, God talk right. in the flyer or the invitation. It's, we, the whole premise is we move way too fast in this Northern Virginia. Yep. And come to a breakfast and really get to know some people. And, and people come. We have about 100 to 120 people come every month. Uh, excuse me, every quarter. It's great, Paul. Paul, so I want to ask you: Do you do you think God has a sense of humor? And if so, have you experienced it? Um, 
God definitely has a sense of humor um, because when I am when I'm down, when things are are frustrating, and um, God will give me a verse or something in the morning, and I'll read it, and I'll go, "Okay, Lord." I mean, unfortunately, sometimes I just check the box. I read that verse, and I go, mm-hmm. "Okay, you know, you're telling me about." you know, your beautiful creation. And then something that day will happen and the Lord just reminds me, you know, Paul, I'm with you. I'm always with you. I know that you're struggling here. And his sense of humor is, you know, it comes up in in crazy ways. It can be, you know, um we're gonna have to wrap it up. Walking walking out walking out to a to a car and you're you got a flat tire. And you just start laughing because you know that, you know, it's just, I mean, God's God's sovereign. He's in control of it all. Paul, I could talk to you for another hour, but we got to wrap it up here. Paul Bice, Regional President, John Marshall Bank. Thank you so much for joining us at Faith at Work. Please subscribe to our podcast and all major podcasting platforms and find us on Facebook. Thanks. Thank you. Yes, I got to have faith. You have been listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant. Brought to you by airaccountant.io.